Hello and welcome to another episode of the Order Shuttle Podcast. My name is Wandi Lesishi. And I'm George Mini. And today's spring day, finally. Finally. Well, the day of recording is spring day. The day of recording is finally spring day, yes. And it's, I mean, it'll be spring week when this airs, right? It still will be spring week. Yeah, it will be. Um, I mean, like how far does spring go into September? I mean, spring is three months. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's still spring. It's still going to be spring. Spring has sprung. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited because my plants were really struggling. I won't lie to you. Um, Your plants were struggling. Yeah. I got into plants and like. You got into stuff. plants. Yeah. I plant. What do you grow? Like plants and stuff. <laughs> what plants? I don't know what they call, but like flowers and, and like, uh, yeah, flowers and you like green fruit fingers fruits. suddenly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like what, in the garden or in pots? In the garden, well, a little bit of both. So I have indoor plants, and then on the outside, I have a few, a few. Plants. Have you killed any? I've killed a few. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta break some eggs sometimes to make a scrambled egg. So. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I would, I would not have thought that. Yeah, Green it's kind fingers. of, it's kind of my thing. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, bonsais? No, no, but I'm definitely considering um, getting, getting. One. I, I had one or two bonsais in my life. Yeah, um, a bonsai is definitely a, a, a long game. Yeah, like you got to wait for those things to grow. You can't just keep snipping them. Well, that's the thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I didn't think I would like grow one from scratch. I think I'd definitely buy one that's like no, no, not grow from scratch. Had. But even if it's like big, right? yeah, yeah, the the thing grows so slowly. It's like a sloth. Yeah, yeah, but they look cool. No, they're very cool. They're very yeah. cool. But I want to trim it. I want to like shape it and like grow faster. You can wait a while. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, so Belgian Grand Prix just happened. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's any way of getting through this episode without talking about the insanity that was Spa. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I, I'm more and more of the opinion that Verstappen uh, deserves this championship. For sure. Nine wins. Like, nine wins, besides the nine and wins. And that drive that he did was like just coming from clutch. the back. Yep. You know, he, yep. he just really dominated that race. I was looking back at uh, a few episodes ago just to see if our predictions have been spot on. And yeah, I mean, at this point, it's it's hard to see how anyone is even geared mentally to kind of address the, you know, the the driving that he's, he's currently doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like science had the perfect opportunity in the front there. Yep. Ferrari did it again. Like he, they, they, it was their race to lose and they lost it. Yeah. Um, you know, but how many times have I said that over the last probably mm. 20 years of watching Formula One? Yeah. Um, Ferrari, when it's their race to lose, they lose it. Yeah. They just you don't know. have that clutch mentality of like making sure they make mistakes. Um, oh, well, Red, Red Bull just, Red Bull just hustles. Yeah. They just, but that's always been their thing. I think it's a culture thing. Just, you know, even when they were in the slower vehicle, they had that thing about them where they were just going to find a way, mm. find a way, you know, where it doesn't exist. They don't make strategic mistakes very no. often. No, um, never ever. Whereas Ferrari, they can have the perfect car and strategically they just fall over. Yeah. Um, I mean, a blanket, uh, blanket comments, but, but, uh, but at the end of the day, Ferrari came into the season with the car. They did. Yeah. They came into the season with a dominant car. Like they don't have an excuse. I mean, you, you, um, let's be honest. They were beating Red Bull in the beginning, yeah. the first part of the season. Hands down. Hands in down. terms of the car. Yeah. I mean, now um, it's a different story, but yeah, no, definitely the in the first but five the, races, there was, there was no car that was even as, you know. They were, they were quicker. They could have, they could have been in a heads on, head, a head on points right now. Yeah. And they're not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's kind of sad. It's disappointing. I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't jumped ship from Ferrari in, in two decades. Um, 
but and I don't really want to jump ship to Red Bull because Red Bull's not a manufacturer. We'll um, take you, George. We we accept your. So your have you pledge. jumped ship from Mercedes to Red Bull? No, I'm saying we'll accept your your application to come to Mercedes. <laughs> no, I'm not going to Mercedes. It's not <laughs> happening. It's not happening. Yeah, I mean, it's those happen today. Talking words. about that festival mm. of motoring last weekend. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Mercedes Benz EQC. Did you see it? I did. <sighs> EQ. I think they had the EQA and the EQS yes. and the EQC. Yes. Um, I did see an article saying that they're actually going to be releasing four new EVs. You know, mm. until the end of this year. So, yeah. I mean, science stuff. What do you think about them? I, I, the, the the only one I liked was the one with the five thousand screens inside. I didn't go into any of them. Didn't you? Uh, no. Okay. And I, I think it's I, I think it's a it's it's a really compelling interior. Um, and up at the up at a similar standard to BMW's iX40 and 50. Mm. Like iX BMW's iX40 and 50 as an EV, I think is probably one of the most futuristic EVs on the road. Um, no, besides cool. the Tesla, yeah, and the only reason I wouldn't buy, the, I wouldn't drive the iX40 or 50 is because of the crystals. It's the only reason. Yeah, yeah, it's <clears> kind <throat> of bedazzled. Like no, a it's, it's too blingy. Yeah, yeah well, too. that's why I don't like. Um, well, I love Mercedes, obviously, but that's my my driving experience with Mercedes Benzes have always been not fantastic um, compared to some of their competitors, and mm. that's they look fantastic. It's like, oh, this pretty thing, but man. I've, like I've owned, drive. I've owned, uh, uh, two Mercedes in my life. Yeah. Loved them when I owned them. Yeah. Um, um but back to Formula One. Do you see Audi has announced <laughs> yeah, that, that they're, they're going to be in, into yeah. form, in Formula One? 2026, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's Audi's announced and then, uh, and Porsche and, uh, and, Porsche, and then mm. disappointingly, um, South Africa's not on the race calendar for 2026. Yes. Yes. You know, I heard some rumblings when I was at Festival of Motoring that was going to happen and a day later the announcement came out. I think it was first Spa. They said Spa was coming back on the calendar for next year. And, that's and then you knew. knew. Yeah, yeah. There's no way that you can have both of them. No. In the same no. Year. So, so I don't know. I don't know what the reasons are. Um, you know, maybe we can dig into that. Why not South Africa? I'm not mm-hmm. saying why Spa. Yeah. But why not South Africa? What is it that, I mean, there's always going to be money. They couldn't, um, well, there can only be two reasons in my mind, mm. right? The first reason is the South African government won't invest. Mm. Okay. Cause, mm. cause you, you, to bring a race like that to the country, you've got to invest. Okay. Mm. Two, the track's not right. Mm. Um, you know, is there, are, do, do there, do we have to have changes to, uh, to the track? You know, to Kailami as a track, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure whether 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 the track is right for Formula One or not. But uh, that's you know, I don't know. But uh, uh, or is there an alternative like a street race? What would be yeah. very cool is a street race in Cape Town. For sure, that is um, a nice alternative. Yeah. But I want Kailami. I actually, I thoroughly. Yeah, everybody does because it was there Kailami. before. Yeah, it's you know, just Kailami is historic. Track, it's yeah. you know, it's an iconic track. Yeah. So 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 for me, it can only be two things. Yeah. Either the the track's not right, but I don't think that that's the problem. I don't think that's the problem. I think it's money, like you say. Yeah, it's always money. I don't know what the setup in terms of the deal was because Kailami is privately owned. So I don't know, you know, what the situation was there. Maybe they didn't want to work with the governments. Maybe, you know, there's, there's many different scenarios that you can have here. What, F1? Yeah. Um, FIA, should I say. Yeah. Um, and the owners are of, of but, the track. But uh, the Formula E mm. is also run by the FIA, right? Um, I believe it is. Yeah, yes. no, it has to be. Yeah. So you know, so if that's coming to Cape Town, I'm, I don't know whether it is or isn't. If it's confirmed, no, I believe it is. Yeah, I think it is confirmed. But um, um, if uh, if Formula E is coming to Cape Town, why not use the same venue? No, that means the FIA is willing to work with mm, the uh, with with South Africa. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so why not Formula One? Let's see what happens. I, I, I did hear that it's probably going to be the following year. Um, yeah, but we'll see. speculation. Yeah, at this There's point. a lot of speculation. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're not going to change the race calendar every single bloody year, are they? And they change it every single year. Huh? Yeah. After, well, after the pandemic, it's been... Mayhem. Mm. Well, what are we talking about today? Moving on. So we have the Now You Know episode. So things you didn't know about your car. So this came about as a conversation I was having with somebody, um, with one of our colleagues, uh, Kiara. I think she was saying that um, essentially when your car hits reserve... There's on some vehicles, and I know in motorcycles it's a thing, you can push a button that releases additional reserve fuel, right? And I know on motorcycles this is the thing, but we wanted to find out if. Well, know, I, know, I know motorcycles. Yeah. Um, there is a, like a switch. There's a tap. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, so there's a tap um, um, under the tank. Yeah. And that tap. As a motorcycle rider, you're supposed to switch the tap off when you stop your motorcycle yeah. to stop any fuel leaks. Okay. And that tap has two sides. It has on and it has reserve. Mm. Okay. So so that I know is in a motorcycle. I've yes. never, ever seen that in a car. So, well, the idea was we wanted to find out if it's also in cars. And? and well, no, not really. Okay. Uh, cars don't operate I'd like, the same way. I'd, I, I'm... I'd be very surprised. Like, where's that button? I've missed it my whole life. Yeah. Um, I don't need it now. But it kind of led us down this rabbit hole of trying to figure out, like, what else do we just not know about cars? You know, I think there's this, and, you know, first and foremost, most cars are, well, most cars are kind of the same, but there's going to be some differences in terms of features and stuff. But what do we not know that's universally kind of across the entire board? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the first one um is did you know that if you are allergic to pollen or pollutants, the best place you can be is in a car? I wouldn't say that for all cars. Um, <laughs> so, so, so yes, in a car, but that depends on whether the car has a filter for pollens. Yeah, pollen filter. Most modern cars have have pollen filters. Yeah, um, but uh, I, I would I would imagine it depends on um, uh, on the car. There's a, there's a Tesla video. That uh, yeah, um, I think, yeah, that shows the the effect of the pollen filter. Like, if you have a look at this, this is uh, this is a regular car. Don't worry about the brand of the regular car because I'm assuming that uh, every it car matter, yeah. it doesn't really matter. But um, but the Tesla, so not an, an, not a not a Tesla filter, and then a Tesla filter, and these two gentlemen are inside the car. Yeah, or one gentleman inside the car, um, and they've got this red smoke in this uh, bubble. That's serve, that's acting as like a pollen. Acting as a pollen, yeah, some sort of you know, just just to show where uh, the filter in the Tesla and how it works. And um, um, so the the Tesla one is, I think, I believe it can stop bioweapons. Yes. So uh, this was this whole point here. You can see the other car is full of red uh, red smoke or whatever it is, and the Tesla's got nothing in it. Yeah. So there you have it. So you're saying that not all cars essentially, you know. Well, I think to different degrees. So most cars, I think, have got pollen filters. Yeah. But um, to to what effect they work is uh, that's kind know. of up for. Yeah. I mean, the the, the Tesla has the um, what bio? It was like bio defense defense system, system button yeah. thing. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. But so so I suppose you can't compare other cars to a Tesla because Tesla's like built this. This, for sure, this but, but you know, for all intents and purposes, I think eighty percent 
it can get well most cars can get rid of about 80% of, of the pollens, yeah so if you if you have a sneezing fit go sit in your car go sit in your car it will it will kind of solve some of your solutions um, <laughs> solve some of your solutions <laughs> <laughs> the next one that I think a lot of people don't know this, and this started as a, a thing back in the day when truckers were traveling long distances and they, they needed a way to cook food ultimately. Um, and they developed or not developed, but they found that you can actually cook your car. You can co- actually cook your food on your car, <laughs> in your car's bonnet, <laughs> on your car's bonnets. Um, and there's like dedicated Wikipedia pages where you can get different methods of, of cooking. Well, I've heard, I've heard food. of this before yeah. and, uh, um, an egg. Yeah. Starts cooking at 21 degrees Celsius. Okay, so that's not very, that's, that's not, not very hot. Yeah. You know, 21 so, degrees? Yes. It starts cooking at 21 degrees Celsius. Okay, starts cooking, not like, you can't fry it at 21 degrees. No, I don't think you can fry, you, you could probably very slowly cook it at 21. Yeah. But, uh, but what, what does a bonnet of a car's, uh, temperature get to? I mean, let's 40, find out. 60 degrees? Does, is it 40 or 60? Um, I would say maybe even more. Um, on some, but that's the thing on, on different parts of your car's engine, you can, no, but you can't cook it on the engine. There's not enough like flat surface there. No, Unless you, you put a pan. Like a po- yeah, you use like a pan and then you can use it as a, like a, I like just a, crack the egg on the bonnet. Um, <laughs> you know, we should, I want to, actually, no, I want to, I would like to see you actually cook an egg on the bonnet. Yes. It'll and, slide off. And to film it. No. Nah. <laughs> no, but I, I, I can't cook an egg on the bonnet of my car. Well, yeah, yeah, because my car's an EV. Yeah, there's no. Maybe EV. I should do it, and I'll bring the video. <laughs> but yes, I've heard I've heard of this before. So you 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 can get an egg to cook on the on the bonnet of a car. Yeah, um, yeah. So on the bonnets, basically anywhere where, where heat is generated, you can ultimately twenty one degrees. A, not very high temperature. No, but this is not just eggs. Like eggs are not the only <laughs> food you can cook on. On the car. Next one. So this one I learned literally whilst I was researching this one. So did you know that your petrol tack indicator on your dashboard tells you which side of the car the tank is? Now, I did know this. Um, learned it a couple of years ago. Yeah. And there's always an arrow on your yeah. um, on your petrol needle or your petrol indicator. Yeah. And that shows you the side of the uh, um, petrol nozzle. I think if I had that information a few years ago, I think on, on at least three occasions, I would have you driven into the garage on the wrong side. Um, yeah, a few times. Whenever well, you I'm see the petrol attendant taking the pipe over, over the, car. the car and it's like, yo, parkour, just to, <laughs> just to, just to, um, to, you know, that and like where the, the, like the actual, the, you know, how to open it. I've also been in scenarios uh, where I couldn't find the, you know, the release. What's called the release? Is that after owning the car cup like a, a while? So the, the the most recent case was somebody just got in a new car. Ah, okay. Was supposed to be and I was driving here, and they okay. they didn't ask where it was, yeah. and I was driving at the time, and yeah, I was embarrassing. <laughs> it was really embarrassing. Okay, something else that a lot of people don't know is weather condition indicators. So in South Africa, there's something that you don't usually have to deal with. Um, or know that it's on your vehicle, but usually the car will tell you what the weather condition is outside of the car. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, most cars nowadays have an outside temperature gauge. Yeah. 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 My car does. Um, I think, and most ice vehicles do too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, outside temperature gauge. But then you get this ice warning. Mm. Um, VWs and Toyotas have them. Mm. I know of. I'm mm. pretty sure most other vehicles have it as well. Yeah. This is an ice warning if it gets below zero. Yeah, so it's usually a little snowflake. Um, I think on my car, I just there's a message that just tells you that the temperature is now below X amount. 
Yeah. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's engine temperature though. It's no, more it's outside, outside temperature. temperature yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, the last time I experienced this was, I was driving. If you, so if you're, ni- if you're nice and toasty inside the car, this is telling you don't get out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I was driving through fog and I remember getting that message. Um, the temperature just dropped drastically. Um, and then it was, yeah. So now you know, now you'll know. Why you'd want to know that? I don't know. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know what? The, there have been instances, uh, I've read about over the years over, overseas, not in South Africa, because we don't have the temperatures, yeah. um, where, uh, a highway gets backed up mm-hmm. and people get stuck on the highway, um, eventually run out of fuel and then risk their lives because the temperature drops. Because, mm. you know, when your car's running, you've got the heater going. Yeah. Right. And in sub zero, like, you know, in Canada or, uh, up in probably top, top parts of Russia, mm. um, you've got like minus 10, 20, 30 degree temperatures. Mm. Yeah. Like, okay. Your car runs out of fuel when you're stuck on a motorway. Yeah. I can get shaky. I reckon you can put your life in danger. For sure. Imagine that. Yeah. Um, that must have been the reason for introducing this. Something along those lines. Next one, backseat reminders. So some cars now can detect when, uh, well, most cars can detect when your, you know, rear doors are open. Um, and this one came as about as kind of as a safety mechanism for, for kids. Mm. So you know when your kids have opened the door. Um, well, m- most cars now have uh, electronic, uh, child safety lock where mm. you can push a button from the driver's seat. Yeah. And then you can't open the doors from the back. Yeah. And you push another button and you can open the doors. It used to be the manual latch before where. Yeah. I remember there was like a little thing that you can yes, click. You can flick yeah, and yeah. then you can't, but I think it's a safety, it's a safety concern if you need to get out the car. Mm. Um, um, but most cars do have a. Like an indicator. Indicator of, like of which doors, doors open. open. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. In, you know, know bonnet. When I used to kind of, when this was introduced, it used to just say that there's a door that's open and mm. you just kind of figure it out. Most cars don't have a bonnet open indicator. Really? They I don't, don't know that. Yeah. yeah. I thought most. Boot open, doors open. Yeah. But maybe the latest cars now have bonnets. You can, you can detect oh, your bonnets. bonnets open. Oh, bonnets. Are they talking about the boots? Bonnets. Okay. Mm. Actually, yeah. No, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Yeah. Yeah. But your bonnets are going to open even if you like driving. Well, if you're driving with a bonnet open, imagine the danger. <laughs> I've, I've never heard of a scenario where that's ever happened. Where the bonnet flips up. No, yeah. it's happened. To who? Did it happen to you? No, it didn't happen to me, but, uh, but I've, I've seen pictures of it. Go and Google it. Okay. Can, I'll definitely. Cause if that bonnet's that. open and it doesn't have a catch on it, oh. it's going to bend around your windscreen. Of course. I can see how that can, that can be dangerous. Next one's conversation mirrors. So this one was also new to me. Um, but essentially it's a second mirror, um, that allows you to kind of see what's happening in the rear seat. Well, I, I know this in minivans, yeah, right? So in big buses and stuff, you've got this, this mirror where you can see the passengers. Yeah. Um, but when I, when I, when I Googled this, um, you can actually buy conversation mirrors yeah. that you can stick to the, to it's the kind of creepy. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. I don't know about, I don't what? know about this, this technology. Why do you, it's not technology, you, it's just a mirror. You're like spying. It's, you're spying. You're no, spying. Well, you want to see the person when you talk to them, but you're supposed to be watching the road. For sure. That's another reason why these, this shouldn't be a thing. I know the new Honda, the, the new Honda minivans, they've taken a step further and there's actually a camera now. You can go and listen in on, what's happening at the back as well as see what's going on without taking your eyes off the road. Oh, interesting. So that's kind of the next evolution, evolution in the spy tech <laughs> for, spy the, tech. For, the, for the rear. Then drives and detectors, you know, kind of 
straightforward. Um, well, I mean, it, it, is it straightforward? Because drowsiness detector doesn't exist in most cars. Yeah. It's, it's really mostly in the latest EVs like Tesla. Um, yeah. and, uh, um, I, I haven't seen Has, it. Have you ever experienced the drowsiness? It's, yeah. No, no, I've never seen it. I've never yeah. seen this tech in any car in South Africa. If it exists, um, I'm going to go and look for it. Mm, mm. So essentially how it works is it, it picks up on your body language ultimately and your driving be able to, to see or tell if you're tired. Usually it's a little coffee sign that comes up and says, yeah. hey, just take a break. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of fatal crashes happen as a result of people falling asleep I, at, the, at the wheel. I mean, I think, I think being tired is worse than being drunk. Not that drunk driving is, <laughs> uh, is acceptable because it's yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. But <clears throat> I think that being falling asleep behind the wheel is um, a lot more dangerous than yep. anything else. Because you don't see it coming. Yeah. You know, at least if you are under the influence, you are you cognizant know. that you're okay, yes. I'm, I'm under the influence. Whereas when you're sleeping or when, you, when you're when tired, yeah. you just kind of doze off. Um, what about people that suffer from, uh, is it called narcolepsy? Is that where, uh, where you just spontaneously fall asleep? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think you would be allowed to drive in those circumstances. Well, how do you know um, narcolepsy? Narcolepsy definition is a chronic sleep disorder characterized by overwhelming daytime drowsiness and sudden attack of sleep. Yes, it's called narcolepsy. Are you allowed to drive if you suffer from that? Well, I mean, I mean, I suppose you would have to declare, say that you suffer from narcolepsy, right? We hope so. Yeah, I, I, I certainly hope so. I've heard of people that like, you know, they're sitting here having a conversation with their sleep. Yeah, no. I, I can, yeah, I don't think, look, I don't know how the logistics with that, you know, how that would work, but I would imagine that's, that's something that we would try and avoid. Well, I think, I think falling asleep behind the wheel is much worse than anything else. 100%. Then tire pressure monitoring system. So this is a, you know, in most modern cars now, this exists. But I think from 2007, specifically in the US, this became mandated on all new vehicles. Um, that I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's an, it exists on all vehicles in South Africa. No, because I certainly haven't seen it on all vehicles. My my vehicle has it, and it's very useful. It is. I had useful. a slow puncture on my left rear wheel in my EV. Yeah, and the thing kept on going flat. Mm. Like not flat, flat, but just kept on the, the tire pressure it's, it's just coming just down. Yeah. And it would say, I'd wake up the next morning to uh, get in the car, uh, 1.9 bar, mm. whereas it's supposed to be 2.5 on an EV because the weight of the car. Um, and every two, three weeks I'd have to pump this tire. And eventually I found that, that there was a, a slow puncture. There was a slow puncture in it. Yeah. And I plugged it for me and it's been fine ever since. I, but if I, I, if I didn't have the tire pressure warning, you would get to a point where now you're, you know, I wouldn't, might dumb. not have known, might have had a blowout. It, it can be very dangerous. Yeah. Um, I cannot tell you how many times my tire pressure monitor has told me that my pressure is low before I noticed. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to like do like a check around your car Who before you that? drive, but you're supposed to, yes. You're supposed to. By law, you're supposed to. Yeah. You know, um, when you, when you go and do your driving test, you're supposed to go check under the car if you can fail if you don't do that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And most people don't actually do that on a daily basis, but these sort of things can, can be the difference between, um, ultimately life and death. Um, in some I, I think having a flat tire. So, so what happens when a tire is slightly flat? Um, where's the danger? 
So you, it's not about the tire being completely flat. If mm-hmm. the tires, let's say, let's say your tires going to be pumped to 2.5, like my car's tires have to be, mm-hmm. right? And I drive with the tire at 1.5, okay, almost half the, the pressure. Let's say 1.25 at half the pressure. Yeah. Um, where the difference comes in is the tire becomes like a, um, like a, like a sausage shape on the, on the, on yeah. the outer edge. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the tire wall is not as strong as the actual tire where the tread is. Mm. Okay. It's not as strong. Mm. So what happens is because that shape change, mm-hmm. it generates heat around the edge of the tire. Okay. And that causes the, uh, so why is the, the blowout. potential blowouts, uh, yes. as a result? Okay. Yes. And that then is a sudden failure of the tire. Yeah. Which if you're doing a hundred Ks an hour, so does that speed? Because I know when people go off-roading, for instance, they, they usually you know, deflate, deflate a little but bit. But that's but doing it low speeds, yeah. yes. So okay. the, the heat is generated by the high speed yeah. with a low-pressure tire. That's why they say if you're going to pack your car with four people, luggage, mm. increase the pressure mm. because, because the, the, the weight on the car causes that, that outer edge of the tire to bubble mm. um, as mm. the tire surface. So, so imagine the weight of the car is on the tire – the, the part that's touching the tar is bubbled out because of the weight, yeah. right? And the rest of the tire is not. So you've yeah. got this situation where, where the tire expands, contracts, expands, contracts as it's going around. Yeah. And that's what causes the heat mm. and that causes the blowout. I see. I see. The more you Very know. dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Those are eight things that you potentially did not know. But before we leave, I want to give you three things that you potentially don't even know about cars in general. Um, random facts. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you know this, but in South Africa, you can actually buy a car that has flamethrowers. So this was this was developed with uh, with BMW many many. I've seen the videos. This many many years ago. Yeah. Um, at the time of hijacking, mm. whether this is entirely legal or not, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. That's another question. Yeah. You know, you effectively going to fry the person on the outside of the car. That's murder. You you become a murderer with this flamethrower problematic car. So. You know, and this was a South African special. It's a one-off. Mm. Um, you can go and Google it. There are videos. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, did you know that Cruise Control was created by a blind man? No. Yep. Um, yeah, it was, it was kind of the brainchild of a mechanical engineer was, who was blind. Um, he had the idea of creating cruise control because of the change in I would, speed. I would have imagined adaptive cruise control would have been mm. created by a blind man. But cruise control itself, that's mm. interesting. And then the last one is in Switzerland, your speeding fines are based um, on your income. Um, so, you know, depending on your income, you pay more or less uh, hmm. for, your, for your for your traffic fines. So if you don't have a job, you can speed? You can go as fast as you want. <laughs> I think that's a bit dumb. <laughs> it shouldn't be based on your income. It should be based on the crime. It's probably a minimum, you know, you know uh, bans, I would yeah. assume. Um, okay. But yeah, those are a few facts that you potentially do not know about your car. Um, and cars in general. That's all we have for today. Awesome.